Good evening. I'm Adrian Sala, and tonight I'm going to read to you about one of the most influential rappers of all time, The Notorious B.I.G. Also known as Biggie Smalls, or simply Biggie, his distinctive, laid-back lyrical delivery and semi-autobiographical storytelling helped establish him as an icon, telling of hardship and criminality, but also of debauchery and celebration. Sadly, his life was cut short when he was shot down inside a vehicle. A murder which to this day remains unsolved. Despite having an extremely short career, he is still celebrated around the world today and is considered a pioneer in music and is among the most venerated artists of the 20th century. As we begin, take a moment to get comfortable. Take a few slow, deep breaths. Close your eyes and settle in as we sink into the life of the notorious B.I.G. Christopher George Latour Wallace, who would later become known as the Notorious B.I.G., was born on May 21, 1972, at St. Mary's Hospital in Brooklyn. He was the only child of Jamaican immigrant parents. His father, Selwyn George Latour was a welder and politician who left his family when Wallace was just two years old. His mother, Valetta Wallace, was a preschool teacher and worked two jobs while raising him. Wallace excelled at Queen of All Saints Middle School winning several awards as an English student. And he earned the nickname Big when he was around 10 years old due to his unusually large size. With his mum working and with little supervision as a young man, Wallace claims to have begun dealing drugs at about the age of 12. Spending time on the street, he began rapping as a teenager, entertaining the people in his neighborhood. He also performed with local groups, the Old Gold Brothers, as well as the Techniques. At his request, he transferred to George Westinghouse Career and Technical Education High School in downtown Brooklyn, 
A school at which future rappers DMX, Jay-Z, and Busta Rhymes were also attending at the time. According to his mother, Wallace was still a good student, but developed a smart-ass attitude at the new school. When he was 17, he dropped out and became more involved in criminal activity, but continued to write lyrics and rap. In 1989, he was arrested on weapons charges in Brooklyn and sentenced to five years probation. Then, in 1990, he was arrested again on violation of his probation. A year later, he was arrested for a third time in North Carolina for dealing crack cocaine and spent nine months in jail before making bail. After being released, Wallace made a demo tape, Microphone Murderer, while calling himself Biggie Smalls, alluding to both Calvin Lockhart's character in the 1975 film Let's Do It Again and to his own large stature. At six foot three inches, his weight fluctuated between 300 and 380 pounds. Although Wallace reportedly lacked any real ambition for his demo tape, local DJ Mr. C who was associated with Big Daddy Kane and Juice Crew, discovered it and promoted it. It was soon heard by The Source, Rap Magazine's editor in 1992, and in March, The Source column called Unsigned Hype, which was dedicated to airing promising rappers, featured Biggie Small. After hearing the demo tape, Sean Combs, who was working with the A&R department of Uptown Records, arranged to meet Biggie and promptly signed him. The pair would later go on to make some of the most influential rap albums of all time together. At Uptown, Biggie appeared on songs with Heavy D and The Boys, but a year after signing Wallace, Uptown Records fired Coombs, who later became known as Puff Daddy. A week later, Coombs launched Bad Boy Records, which became Wallace's new label, and the pair set to work. On August 8, 1993, Wallace's longtime girlfriend gave birth to his first child, Tiana, but by then the couple had split up. 
high school dropout, he promised his daughter everything she wanted. He believed that if he had had the same childhood, he would have graduated at the top of his class.